All right, y'all. Good morning, and welcome back to Frax Outdoor Report. Today, we're going to be going over the 2021-2022 Maryland Deer Harvest Report. Before we get into that, though, big shout out to a couple of people. Uh, I want to thank Travis Lee, my brother. I want to thank my beautiful wife. I love you, and thanks for always sticking behind me. And my dad for always playing devil's advocate, because that's going to come into play here shortly. But without further ado, we got a lot to cover, so I'm just going to jump right into it. All right, 2021-22 Maryland Harvest Report. 70,845 deer taken in the 2021-22 deer season. Roughly 28,000 antlered or bucks and 40,000 does, ending ending 13% lower than the 2020-2021 season. There were a total of 3,200 Sika deer harvested. Paul Pedido, the chairman for the Wildlife Society, leading the article says, it was a successful yet challenging season. He goes on to say that numbers are down to, to quote, hunter effort and natural food sources, quote. You had 7,289 deer that were harvested on Sundays, consisting of 10% of the annual harvest. Deer management in Western Maryland, Region A, was down 16% to where Region B was down 13%. Frederick County, again, led the board with the highest amount of reported harvest. It was around 9,000, closely followed by Carroll County, which was right around 7,800. St. Mary's County showed the worst decrease in harvest, Minus 28.2% year over year, which likely is attributed to the swath of EHD that struck the county back in 2020. As someone who hunts there, the effects were felt. Herds destroyed and the amount of deer we had seen in the past just lacked this year. It was pretty bad. Calvert and Kent counties fared the best, staying around 3% of their year over year harvest reports. I felt like that was important to throw in there because... I feel like the counties that are staying the most consistent are the ones that are having the the easier time harvesting. Obviously, their numbers are staying relatively consistent if they're consistently killing the same amount of deer every year. Gotta admit, though, this harvest report gives me mixed emotions. On one hand, I'm very happy. The state's conservation model is working. The numbers of deer are coming down statewide. All the while, maintaining the renewable resource so not to drive them extinct. But on the other hand, my home hunting county of St. Mary's was trashed by EHD, as I previously stated. The summer of 2020 was hot, humid, and wet. The 12th wettest year in state history, we received 54 inches of rain that summer. Mix that with a tropical storm, standing water with an endless supply, and brutally warm temperatures, you breed midge or no seams. Now, midge are no harm to humans. However, what they pass can be deadly to deer. And if you don't know what a midge is, basically, they are a small net. And they call them no seams in the southern states because you really can't see them, but they'll tear you up if they get around you. Um, they are no, again, they're no threat to humans, but they do pass some pretty bad diseases to the deer. What they do pass to deer, EHD or epizootic hermagic disease is passed from these midge to the deer and it essentially just causes the deer to fall apart and fast. 
It devastates herds, killing nearly 75% on average. If you hunt an area that this has happened to, you know the consequences. I mean, we would find, we would go into bow hunting, we would find carcasses just lined up along the river. I mean, it it was pretty bad. We had a small river that ran through our property. And it it was pre- it was to the point where every time we went in, we would find another carcass. I think we found six or seven in total, but it, it was pretty bad. And you could just tell the sheer numbers were down. I mean, we went from seeing huge groups to seeing maybe one or two. And to that point, hunting 2020 and also 2021, quite, quite frankly, was just tough. To where 2019, we had multiple occasions of seeing 20-plus deer in the fields. I also killed a decent-sized deer in 2019. But now in 2021, we were lucky that we saw a doe and a fawn on the very last day of shotgun. I mean, down to the last 20 minutes, she come out with her fawn. And, I mean, we expected to see nothing. Just the fact that we saw her, it gave us hope. Yeah, we didn't kill a single deer in our group for 2021, but I'm all right with that. I'm okay that St. Mary's County harvest numbers dropped 28%. No, I'm not okay that EHD ravaged the county, but what can you do? It's nothing we did. It's nothing the deer did. It was natural. You mix all of those things I previously talked about, you mix them all together and you just, it brews a very bad situation for the deer. But furthermore, the deer are resilient, and they will recover, as they always do. Now to my main issue with this report. When a man blames kill numbers on hunter effort before he truly knows anything, it's just a downright disgraceful thing to do. And frankly, shouldn't be quoted by Maryland DNR. Regardless of how many days you spend in the woods, if you are out in the elements... Looking to harvest an animal, weathering the storm, the cold, the rain, the snow, the wind. Effort is never a question. This answer that hunter effort is a route to dwindling kill numbers is just outrageous. On the other hand, one could point out that we have come to a fork in the road with hunters that take the easier approach. I voiced my anti-effort opinion to my father, Roy Fercassi Sr. This man has taught me everything. And quite frankly, has a legitimate acumen when it comes to the woods. To quote him on this subject, quote, I I actually want to counter your argument, son. I understand the effort issue. And Liberty, which is Liberty Reservoir, if you're from around that area or around where I live, you'll know what it is. And Liberty is a prime example. A lazy hunter will pass four giant properties to hunt Liberty Reservoir because they only have to walk 100 yards to possibly see deer. And the reality is, that's killing harvest numbers, end quote. I gotta admit, he's got a point. I've seen plenty of hunters that just want to take the easy route, no scouting. They'll go online, they'll find a piece of public land, And they just show up on opening day, a rifle, find a place to sit down. And that's just what they do. It's an approach I have never understood, but I got to admit, I won't knock it. 
I understand we all don't have time. Shit, I have three kids and I barely have time most seasons. The difference is what time I do have, I absolutely dedicate to my outdoor craft. You could also point out that harvest numbers are dwindling because there are less hunters in the woods, period. I think as hunters and conservationists, sometimes we forget that it isn't just about us. It's about our future. This generation of hunters that's coming up, their numbers are going to be smaller than ours. Just as ours, just as our generation's numbers were smaller than the one that came before us. The only way to combat this is to being open, friendly, and willing to dedicate some of your outdoor time to new hunters, whether children or adults, to make sure this tradition carries on. I cannot stress this enough. My best friend, we've been best friends for a long time. He had gone hunting with us, you know, when we were younger, but never really stuck with it. And I've kind of pushed him the last couple years. And I'm happy to report, you know, Trav's going to, he's got to take his field day in the spring, but he's going to be good to go this fall and he'll be able to hunt deer on his own. And it's, that's what it's all about. It's about reaching out and getting other people who, who maybe you have that friend that posts on your com or comments on your Facebook post and says, Hey man, I'd sure love to go out there one time. That's the guy you want to take. You, we have to reach out to people that want to be reached out to. The guy that comes to you in conversation and, and is asking you all these questions about hunting and you know he doesn't he doesn't do it, he probably wants to try it. And you should take him. That's what we do. Because if we don't, then we lose what we have. Now to confirm, to try and put the two and two together about the, the harvest numbers dwindling because of less hunters, I tried to find the license purchase numbers for the state. And frankly, that information is just not available. I've reached out to Maryland DNR for comment, uh, which I have not received a response of any kind. Often, there's nothing scarier than differing opinions, especially strong ones. I'm going to be blunt here. As outdoorsmen, hunters, whatever you want to call yourself, we have to drop the bullshit. The opinions mean nothing if we turn on ourselves. For hundreds of years, this has been a brotherhood, and we have always stuck together. And with this over-opinionated mentality society, we're, we're allowing that to infiltrate our brotherhood. And it's destroying our culture. So frankly, the shit ends here. While I find myself torn on the effort issue, I firmly believe it is imperative to not knock it. And promote all and to, to promote all safe and legal outdoor approaches. I mean, it, it's it's the only thing we can do. Whether I think it's ethical or whether or not it fits me is none of my concern, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be any of yours. We can't not hunters. As long as what they're doing is legal and safe. Now, if you find somebody that's a new hunter doing something illegal. I fully expect you to step in and say, hey, what you're doing isn't right. If you find a guy that's new and he's doing something that isn't particularly safe, I, as a hunter, I expect myself to step up and say something. But the fact of the matter is, hunter numbers are dying and we need more, not less.
we got to stick together. And and, th- and these people from these wildlife societies driving wedges through us saying that it's hunter effort and trying to point at us and, and act like we're not putting the effort in to kill animals. I mean, I, honestly, it's just absolutely stupid that DNR quoted that man. But we shouldn't, yeah, we should take it to heart, but we shouldn't let it stop us. It should drive us. We should work harder. We should work smarter. Listen to my previous episode about deer and how they bust us. I mean, if you get any even a little bit of information out of that that could help you, let's drive these kill numbers back up. Just so these guys can't come in and say, whoa, it was the hunter's effort. When we know deep down that, frankly, that just isn't true. I just want to say thank you if you've listened this far. I hope you found this episode informational. Uh, Feel free to leave a comment if you have a question or a concern. Uh, Again, I really appreciate your time. I hope everyone has a great day. Thanks. Hey guys, just want to say thanks again for listening. If you like what you heard, please leave us five stars on Spotify or click the check mark on Anchor, which is both places you can find us. I hope you enjoyed what you heard today. So please, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can please leave them on the post. I'd love to chat with you about them. So I hope everyone has a good week. And until next time, don't forget to shoot straight, cast straighter.